Welcome to the 217 Podcast, presented by Decatur Earthmover Credit Union and hosted by me, Jess Younghouse. In the podcast, we're going to talk about the Decatur community and the people that make it great. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the 217 Podcast, Kyle. Um, you're uh close to the end of our season here so we're a little bit into it and we've gotten to know a lot of great people in the Decatur community and so I'm excited to have you here the director of development for the Salvation Army so to start let's just talk a little bit about um how you got to Decatur okay and um why you stick around it's a great question and uh, easy answer. Okay. Yeah. Let me say, too, this is super cool. Thanks. So I've been kind of watching pictures yeah. and, and different videos that you guys have been sharing, and this yeah. is really cool. Awesome. So thank you for including us. Yes. So, yeah, uh, Decatur, Illinois. Um, I've now lived in Decatur the longest I've ever lived in my adult life. I didn't know that fun I fact. I know. So I've lived here and worked here for 14 years, okay. and I've never stayed in one particular mm-hmm. spot longer than 10 years mm-hmm. uh, prior to coming into to okay. Decatur. So I came to Decatur 14 years ago to be part of education mm-hmm. and uh, superintendent and principal of the Lutheran School Association. Mm-hmm. And that was 14 years ago, and Mm -hmm. I stayed with them seven years. Mm -hmm. And I always came out of the gate um, to, even even when I first bought my house, Mm -hmm. I'm here to serve Decatur. I'm going to buy a house in Decatur. Mm -hmm. It wasn't going to go outside Mm -hmm. of Decatur. And I wanted to serve Decatur and serve God. And uh, the Lutheran School Association allowed me to do that. And uh, a huge blessing to my family. Uh, my kids got a great education there, uh, wonderful sports opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest things that I've seen now in Decatur is I love the community. Mm-hmm. So now I've been at the seven years um, with the Salvation Army. Okay. And so now, um, you know, people have asked, you know, are you, are you going to stick around? Mm-hmm. Your kids are all, you know, grown up and yeah. moved on. And a lot of them have met their significant mm-hmm. others here in Decatur. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge side note blessing mm-hmm. from being here. But I just love the community. Mm-hmm. And to to serve the community in this community, that's why I stay in Decatur. Sure. I'm not looking to go anyplace soon. Yeah. So I, I know the Lutheran community um, more than most people, as right. my husband is also um, a called worker at the Lutheran School that's Association. Right. And so whenever you leave one school, you typically stay in um, the Lutheran education circle. Right. You move to another um, congregation that, mm-hmm. that needs your service. And so that you stayed here in Decatur and pursued another career outside of Lutheran ministry um, is is kind of a testament, I think, to the community that maybe a lot yes. of people don't know that. A yeah, little bit of backstory. That's well said. That's well said. The reason I moved around mm-hmm. with my wife and then now with my kids, mm-hmm. and now if I would ever move again, it would mm-hmm. have been in the Lutheran school system. Sure. And, uh, you know, we believe that God puts us where he wants us to be, mm-hmm. and certainly through the Lutheran uh, school system, that was true. Yep. 
But we were faced with, okay, now I'm not going to stay in education, mm-hmm. or if I'm going to stay in education, I'm leaving Decatur. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was kind of where, you know, sure. God had us mm-hmm. in our journey in life. Mm-hmm. And we looked at each other and said, we love it here. Yeah. Our kids like it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're settling here still. Mm-hmm. You know, they were in school at the sure. time. And so, yeah, I could have got out of Dodge, mm-hmm, right? Sure. I could have just bolted in, <laughs> like, here's my chance to, to mm-hmm. go do something different someplace else. Mm-hmm. We didn't choose to do that. Yeah. Um, I really, truly love this community. Yeah. And to be able to do what we do and do it now for 14 years, mm-hmm. and I say with, you know, my occupation, vocation in, sure. in mind there, to go into relationships, mm-hmm. just genuine relationships of doing things together. Sure. You know, running into people who who value the same things that you do in mm-hmm. the community, who respect you and, mm-hmm. and, and that we have gotten to know uh, mm-hmm. along the way sure. through the school system, through the churches, uh, through Salvation Army mm-hmm. and businesses, um, Cater Earth Mover Credit Union. Sure. You know, what an amazing partner for, mm-hmm. you know, for the Salvation Army, mm-hmm. with the Salvation Army. All of those things together, you, mm-hmm. you said it right. Um, I had a chance to leave Decatur, mm-hmm. and I do not uh, look back and uh, see it as a sure as nothing but a great decision. That's awesome. Here. That's Love awesome. It. Love it. Um, tell me a little bit about what uh, we'll get into the Salvation Army in just a second. Sure. But what other um, community ties? What other organizations do you yeah. work with? Do you serve in? Well, um, you know, definitely has given me a chance to. Um, see others, uh, social services mm-hmm. and support them. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of partnerships with other social services, Good mm-hmm. Samaritan Inn, Northeast Community sure. Fund, the list goes on, that we're doing things together. Mm-hmm. You know, we're valuing each other. We're mm-hmm. rowing the boat in the same direction mm-hmm. and serving the community, mm-hmm. you know, together. So I've gotten a chance to know a lot of the social service leaders mm-hmm. and teams. I've gotten to know what they do and mm-hmm. how we can come alongside sure. them and, and they, us, mm-hmm. uh, to get it done. Yeah. Um, so social services, for sure. Churches. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to get to know a lot of different mm-hmm. churches. You know, and, and you know, I was, I was very tied to the Lutheran churches mm-hmm. when I was at the school. Mm-hmm. But to get to know people and to get to know others mm-hmm. in other Christian churches has been unbelievably positive sure. for me. Yeah. Not just for, you know, what I do mm-hmm. with the Salvation Army. Yeah. And that is, I believe, just the path that God has laid out sure. in front of me, too. Um, definitely churches, definitely social services, but the businesses, mm-hmm. the businesses that, that just really care so much about the community mm-hmm. and see what, you know, again, the Salvation Army does, yeah. and then they come alongside mm-hmm. us as volunteers, as mm-hmm. as donors. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you really just look at and you know this, you can go into a restaurant or you go into, you know, some event in in the community and how many people you get to just run into. It's just so fun. I, when people come like visit us from college or out of town and we go out anywhere, they're like, who are you here? (laughs) Like, why do you know so many people? And part of it's from being here and living here for so long. But I, it is when you're in a position, um, to serve, I think like we serve it. The connections just—there yeah. are so many people that you that you get to know and yeah. and work alongside. Your business becomes social. Your For social sure. becomes oh, yeah. business. Yes, and, absolutely. And it's just 
it's just what we do and where we yeah. do right now. Talk a little bit about the community food drive. That's been not around here for a couple years, but um, it was a huge, huge. Uh, thing for like businesses. It what you was you were involved yeah. probably when you were at LSA with like sure. kids bringing food in for the food drive and yes. and that kind of thing, and then to move on to the Salvation Army, who was a huge beneficiary of That's the right. food drive. Yeah. How what impact did that have to the Salvation Army, and then? It does it hurt to not have it now? Yeah, let me talk about the community first. Mm-hmm. That was an event that was one of the most incredible things mm-hmm. and nationwide mm-hmm. known things that you you'd ever come across. Sure. You know, to have that many people come together for that reason, you know, around WSOY and mm-hmm. their you know their partnership, their leadership. Mm-hmm. It was an incredible event that is mm-hmm. just a testament to this community. Sure. It's a testament to coming together, working mm-hmm. together. It's a giving, caring community. Mm-hmm. And I think the event itself encompassed Decatur, mm-hmm. not just an event in Decatur. Sure. There's no question that it benefited the programs, the mm-hmm. food pantries then mm-hmm. that, that helped to pass on that benefit to people who need food. And so, yeah, that was why we could do a food pantry. And and then really that, that last year before they stopped doing it, Mm -hmm. you know, they went big Mm -hmm. and they set all these pantries up, most of the pantries up for a couple of years. So you couldn't do what we do in the pantry Mm -hmm. without that. And thankfully those dollars are still there, Mm -hmm. but they're not going to be here forever. And so that's the other part of your question. What do we do? Mm -hmm. Well, what did we do before it? We all came together and said, Mm -hmm. there's a need Mm -hmm. and let's meet the needs so that we can meet needs. And we're going to need to have that conversation. Is it a repeat of the WSOI food drive? Not necessarily, Mm -hmm. But we can't bury our head in the sand mm-hmm. and not plan something for the future sure. so that we're prepared to continue to feed people if mm-hmm. they need our help. Yeah. So there's a huge benefit. Mm-hmm. And one of these years, it's mm-hmm. going to need to be a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the partners that believe in the uh, addressing hunger, mm-hmm. you know, um, the food provisions like an ADM sure. as an example they're still here mm-hmm. and they were huge partners sure. with sure. the WSOI food drive yeah. and they still have a mission of relieving mm-hmm. hunger mm-hmm. so there are conversations certainly yeah. that right. take place every year yeah. from organizations like that mm-hmm. and our ongoing fundraising while we don't ring the bell at Christmas you know for the food pantry mm-hmm. We're also supplying dollars mm-hmm. toward the food pantry sure. because we yep. ring bells too. So overall fundraising for the Salvation Army mm-hmm. is going to still be able to address the no sure. no food drive moment. Sure. I mean, we're not going to be hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to be in a position where we can't feed people. Mm-hmm. But that WSOY money, that food drive mm-hmm. money, was a huge blessing. Mm-hmm. That is not a you know a, a, a year by year thing anymore. Sure. Um, okay. You've been at Salvation Army for seven years, you said. You've been the director of development the whole time. Right. What led you to the Salvation Army? Well, the job change. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's a journey um, that's just been part of my faith mm-hmm. journey, family mm-hmm. journey, um, vocation journey. Again, I needed to have something 
mm-hmm. in order to be employed mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. when I stopped working at the mm-hmm. school. And so one of the things that is still a God thing mm-hmm. is this opportunity opened up. Mm-hmm. And so for Salvation Army, you know, hey, would you ever want to be the director of development here? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Tell me about yeah. it. You know, what is it? <laughs> But I, I got a seven-year head start to mm-hmm. do what I'm sure. doing now mm-hmm. for now another seven years. Mm-hmm. And so the, really the job opened up, mm-hmm. the opportunity opened up, and little mm-hmm. did I know what a neat vocation this was sure. going to be. Um, so tell a little history about the Salvation Army. Like, yeah. it's been around forever. I mean, just us young people, it's forever. Know, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's lieutenants who oversee the community salvation armies wherever they are so just how does it all how does it all work well so it's kind of a jeopardy question you know that we're (laughs) waiting to happen so the founder of the salvation Mm -hmm. army back in the early 1800s in london england Mm -hmm. it was a methodist pastor who stepped out and said you know i'm not just going to do ministry in my building i'm going to do ministry out on the street Mm -hmm. and his goal William Booth mm-hmm. was to feed and shelter those that are in poverty. Okay. And then that expanded to um, other people helping him. Mm-hmm. Thus, the Christian mission was born. That's sure. the name that it used to be mm-hmm. before it was the Salvation Army. Okay. And then the Salvation Army name attached to it a little bit later. Uh, long story short, 1800s, it comes across the, the ocean mm-hmm. to the United States mm-hmm. in... Uh, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, New okay. York area. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, we're in 170 different languages worldwide now. Yeah. So 1888 is when the Salvation Army started here in Decatur. Oh, 1888. So okay. what is that, 135 yeah. some years ago? And so it's been doing very similar mm-hmm. to what it does today sure. for that many years. Okay. Um, feeding people, mm-hmm. making sure that... Uh, you know, that, that people don't have a place to live mm-hmm. or at least kept safe, if not, you know, allowed to have a path towards self-sufficiency. Okay. And there's a there's a wealth of history mm-hmm. uh, with the Salvation Army. I mean, I think people have come to know, I think hopefully a lot of what it does, but I know yeah. we're going to talk about the specifics here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think when people know about the Salvation Army, I think maybe especially you know, generations like our parents and grandparents mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. can speak to the Salvation Army being in World War One and World War Two mm-hmm. and being on the front lines, yeah, uh, serving in that way mm-hmm. uh, to be there for, you know, for physical needs and moral mm-hmm. and, and even spiritual needs at that time. Sure, um, it's a Christian organization. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big secret. It's mm-hmm. motivated by Jesus' love for us. Sure, and. The mission is to meet human needs mm-hmm. without discrimination in his name. Mm-hmm. So it's very scripturally based. Mm-hmm. And I do remember when I was interviewing for the job, mm-hmm. um, I knew enough about it to say some, mm-hmm. but I didn't know anything like I do now sure. today. And one of my biggest things was I, I need to be a, at a place where I can be passionate, mm-hmm. where I can share my faith. Sure. And, uh, the officer at the time, we'll talk about the officers you mentioned, the officer at the time said, do you know that we're a um, church <laughs> first and then we're a social service second? And I go, no, I didn't. So he went yeah. out and pulled out the hymnal uh-huh. and looked at the first three pages of the hymnal mm-hmm. at, at 
some of the things that they believe and they sure. stand for. And oh my gosh. Yeah. So um, there's a, a solid Christian organization. There's a service at, at Salvation Army there downtown is. every Sunday. Every Sunday. Every Sunday. So our officers are pastors. Mm -hmm. They're pastors in the Universal Christian Church mm -hmm. and officers in the Salvation Army. Mm -hmm. And when they came up with the name and the concept of Salvation Army, they, they, uh, uh, adopted a lot of what the military does sure. in terms of, you know, your lieutenant start. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. after a few you know years mm -hmm. or, you know, whatever mm -hmm. uh, guidelines that need to be followed, and then you're a captain, then okay. you're a major and so on and mm -hmm. so forth. And so there's a territorial headquarters okay. in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And then there's four territories, mm -hmm. basically north, south, east, west. Sure. Um, it goes into a little more detail mm -hmm. than that. But then those regional um Territories oversee then the sure. um, state territories mm -hmm. and then down to the local level like okay. we have here in Decatur, uh -huh. Illinois. So it's a it's a massive, massive, impressive organization. Yeah, absolutely. And I say impressive because it's not just what they do, mm -hmm. it's how they do it. Mm -hmm. They're the forward thinking, mm -hmm. the efficiency and effectiveness mm -hmm. that is just literally nationwide and worldwide. Mm -hmm. It's impressive. Yeah. It's yeah. Impressive. Staying on top of keeping people fed and giving yeah. people shelter for, for as many years as that's been yeah. is, is an impressive feat. Absolutely. Um, let's talk about the most obvious thing. I mean, I think everybody knows Salvation Army for bell ringing. Sure. So let's just talk Christmas. Yeah. Um, I want the listeners to, I know it's February or whenever you're listening to this, but I want mm -hmm. you to think about Christmas. I, mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. Christmas isn't just, you know, toys, special mm -hmm. food, bell mm -hmm. ringing. Mm -hmm. um, Christmas sets up the Salvation Army for a good portion of the year to come mm -hmm. so that we can meet needs sure. at a moment's notice. Mm -hmm. The fundraising that we do in November and December mm -hmm. is a, an unbelievable testament to the community, mm -hmm. but it's so important. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just fundraising. Mm -hmm. It's being in a position to help people. Mm -hmm. You can't just go out and do a fundraiser when you have, well, okay, I guess we need some money for the food pantry, so let's sure. go do a fundraiser. Sure. The intentionality of Christmas mm -hmm. and the, even the history of the red kettle mm -hmm. is an amazing part of that. To prepare for the year to come, is it's really important mm -hmm. uh, to be in that position. We talk about bell ringing, so it's the red kettles. Mm -hmm. Do you know the history of the Red Kettle? Not really. It's pretty cool. I probably heard it, but... So there was there was a, a, an officer named Joseph McPhee mm -hmm. in San Francisco, California. Okay. And back in the, again, 1800s, mm -hmm. he wanted to just raise a few dollars for a Christmas meal for those in poverty. Mm -hmm. okay, people that don't have family, sure. don't have the, the means to have a special Christmas. Mm -hmm. All he wanted to do was, was feed these people. Mm -hmm. So he takes a red crab pot... Mm -hmm. And he hangs it on a stand at the corner okay. and asks people to keep the pots boiling, meaning let's just do mm -hmm. donate a couple dollars here. And mm -hmm. what we're going to do with it is feed the people in need this sure. Christmas. And thus, the red, the red kettles kettle. were born. Mm -hmm. And so, 
you know, mm-hmm. movies and songs. I mean, yeah, pretty I famously mean, every time you turn Marv around, you can stick, hear Silver yeah, Bells, right? right? Yes. Silver Bells yes. is a song that references the Salvation yeah. Army. Yep. You know, yeah. it's Christmas time in the city when yeah. you start hearing yes. Silver Bells. Yes. So I mean, it is pretty cool. Yeah, I think Marv from Home Alone sticking his yeah. uh, sticky bandit's <laughs> hand and <laughs> getting exactly. from the yep. red kettle. Yeah. Iconic. The first time... Um, <laughs> The, the first year I, I worked for Salvation Army, uh, we're watching uh, Christmas Vacation. Uh-huh. Yep. And my yep. kids were watching it with me, and they're like, Dad, did you see that red <laughs> kettle? I'm like, I had, I'd watched that movie a thousand yeah, times and never noticed, and never noticed the red kettle. kettle, and now we, that's all we notice. So oh, it, it is pretty neat, um, you know, that, that history of the red kettles, mm-hmm. but it's Christmas. Sure. You know, Christmas is a special time. Um, it's motivated to make Christmas special. Mm-hmm. So toys are donated. Sure. Angel trees are set mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Um, this community responds in an unbelievable way. Yeah. And then we partner with other agencies mm-hmm. to take applications. Families that wouldn't necessarily have had a special mm-hmm. Christmas because of all of our efforts at sure. Christmas time can have a special Christmas, mm-hmm. you know? Um you know it's extra dollars yeah, to create right. Christmas yes. for our families. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't have the dollars to meet your day-to-day needs, right. you definitely don't have the dollars to create a Christmas. Yeah. And so I've talked with people whose families used to have Salvation mm-hmm. Army when they were kids. Mm-hmm. Now they're adults and mm-hmm. even grandparents, so, mm-hmm. they, so they have been blessed sure. and they pay it forward now. Yeah. So toys collected, toys mm-hmm. given out, special Christmas food assistance. I think mm-hmm. that comes back to San Francisco sure. and the yeah. red kettle orientation. But then it's red kettles. Mm-hmm. Those dollars, significant dollars. You know, we had a $75,000 matching gift to every dollar that was put in that yep. kettle this year. That's major. That was a huge blessing. Yeah, you know, that's To help major. us meet our goal. And so we, we, we set a lofty goal. You know, I, I met with the donor a couple years ago and like, I see that you raised your goal. I go, the need is greater. Yeah. You know, and I think he appreciated hearing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm not a proponent for let's just keep raising this number. It's a right. it's a huge endeavor to right. hit yeah. to position us yes. to help people. But the need is there. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not a number that we pull out of the sky. Right. And every dollar we raise, but every hour that a volunteer rings a bell. Mm-hmm is so personally important. Mm-hmm. It's not just come out and ring bells for the Salvation Army. I want people to hear this. We had 800 unmanned bell ringing hours this year. It's the most I've ever had since working here. Mm-hmm. And, I, and yeah, I've had conversations like, why is that? Why is that? I've got some different theories mm-hmm. that I think are fact and, and at least hyperbole. But I'm telling you, 800 hours at 50 bucks an hour-ish, that's a lot of money that we didn't get a chance to raise, Mm -hmm. and thus we don't have to help people. Mm -hmm. Now, we met our goal. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness for that. Which was, what was the goal for 2022? $600,000 this year again, 600 grand. So mail appeals and events, excuse me, mail appeals, events, Mm Uh, the red kettles, Mm -hmm. you know, just general donations Mm -hmm. that come in, Mm -hmm. foundations were Mm -hmm. huge. Um, big, small, everything in between, mm-hmm. $600,000. That's impressive. Yeah, it, it really is. But it's, I think it's people that understand and trust what we mm-hmm. do. Yeah, absolutely. And understand how important it is. Mm-hmm. And we don't even know what that next need is yet, mm-hmm. but we're in a position to help. Good. Yeah. Red Kettles, 
check. What are some of the other, I guess not other, but what are some of the services that the Red Kettles help fund throughout the year? So we've talked a little bit about food pantry already, I guess. What are the other main areas of focus? I guess it's shelter. Well, I think it's important also to say, you know, as much as we raise at Christmas, that Mm -hmm. doesn't cover the entire year. Okay. Okay. So when we say, okay, Christmas, you guys must be set. Mm -hmm. We're set for a while. Yeah. Except for a good portion of the year, mm-hmm. but we doesn't get us all the way to the next okay. Christmas. Okay. But next Christmas is super important too. Mm-hmm. So that's why sure. I want everybody to be thinking about their bell ringing right yeah. now, right? Yes. Um, mid-year fundraiser. Okay. Golf outing. Yeah. It's awesome. Yep. You know, and you guys have been awesome to yeah. come out and help with it and sponsor yep. at it and play at it. Um, golf outing, mid-year fundraiser, mm-hmm. super important then to say the need is all year long. Mm-hmm. And those dollars at Christmas mm-hmm. and those dollars at, at golf outing really mm-hmm. do kind of bring the year together. Okay. Super cool. Yep. And what does it do? Why do we do that? Mm-hmm. It's our programs. Mm-hmm. So it's feeding people. It's sheltering people mm-hmm. that need that kind of help. Mm-hmm. It's emergency assistance. Okay. It's someone who um, was affected by a tornado in Taylorville. Mm-hmm. Salvation Army was there. Okay. It was a couple years ago, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We don't get a lot of those national things like tornadoes mm-hmm. and, um, you know, some of the flooding sure. and, um, you know, the hurricanes, the, the forest fires. Mm-hmm. But our other Salvation Armies are responding to that. Mm-hmm. And if they needed to expand it into Decatur, Illinois, we could actually be deployed sure. to mm-hmm. go and help with those things. But it's emergency services locally. Mm-hmm. It's an emergency that keeps the heat on Mm -hmm. in the middle of winter. Mm -hmm. Then a utility bill can't be paid. Mm -hmm. And they've worked with the city, and the city is great to work with them, and Amherst is great to work Mm -hmm. with them, but you can't, you know, hold that out forever and ever and ever, so it does need to get Mm -hmm. paid. We can help with that. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish we could help as many times as the help is needed, Mm -hmm. but we're there to see if we can help or help in other ways. Mm -hmm. Other emergencies that could be is evictions, mm-hmm. right? So now you're, you're, you're back, pay, mm-hmm. uh, you're owing money mm-hmm. on your rent or your, or your uh, mortgage, and you're on the brink of losing your home. Mm-hmm. So you're not homeless, but you're going to become homeless. Mm-hmm. So we call that homeless prevention. Okay. Let's make sure that we keep the heat on, the air conditioning on, mm-hmm. The, the family in the home sure. because it's a bigger challenge if everything's turned off or if they right. don't have a home yeah. you know, at all. So emergency assistance. Um, food. We talked about the, mm-hmm. the, the food pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, our pantry has gone to uh, a client choice that mm-hmm. they can come in and pick what they want, what they need. Okay. And that cuts down on waste. And, uh-huh. You know, if somebody handed you a box of food, all your kids aren't going to eat everything in that right, box. Right, right, right. But if you could have the box and you could fill it with uh-huh. what you want and need, dietary restrictions sure. and, and the like, that's super important. Mm-hmm. Um, shelter comes in a big, big way with mm-hmm. our men's shelter. Okay. Our men's shelter is probably one of the biggest sets of numbers that we see Okay. As our impact over the course of month mm-hmm. after month, and we put it together in a in a 2022 impact report yeah. that, that has come out, and we're starting to share. Mm-hmm. But hundreds of men mm-hmm. throughout short term, medium term, long term stays, mm-hmm. not just shelter, not just food, but restoring hope, mm-hmm. just restoring dignity, restoring confidence. Mm-hmm. 
um, love for for humanity around them. Mm-hmm. So many things come from just helping with that shelter. Mm-hmm. But we've now gone to a 24-hour men's shelter, okay. meaning we're not just having dinner, mm-hmm. stay the night, eat breakfast, come back for dinner the next mm-hmm. day. We're sitting down with them even more intentionally and mm-hmm. trying to get them to where self-sufficiency is what we see. Mm-hmm. So let's help them get their own jobs. Sure. Let's help them get their own uh, homes, mm-hmm. uh, apartments, uh, whatever that looks mm-hmm. like. And let's partner with those organizations sure. that are starting to already do those things mm-hmm. that are, are and have been already mm-hmm. doing those things. We call that program now Pathway Forward. Yeah. Pathway Forward is getting guys where they are, needs met, mm-hmm. but getting them where they need to be and partnering with a lot of agencies mm-hmm. uh, throughout the community to get that done. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that that's so important for people, for donors to hear that it's not just always um, giving a can of food or um, giving a bed for a night, but making people's lives better for the long term and maybe even generationally yeah. better. And that's the goal. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, and one of the biggest things I heard when I started working here seven years ago is, you know, we, we just, all we do is, is do handouts. Mm-hmm. I go, we're meeting needs, mm-hmm. But they're not handouts, they're hand-ups. Yeah. Because we try to say, okay, where are we at? Mm-hmm. What else can we do? How can mm-hmm. we plug you into some of these you know, more sure. intentional, mm-hmm. I'm going to say longer-term programs mm-hmm. to where we can get you to where you don't need our help mm-hmm. here, hopefully, shortly. One of those programs is the Men's Shelter, I just mentioned, but also Pathway of Hope. Mm-hmm. Pathway of Hope is working with singles mm-hmm. and families mm-hmm to help break the cycle of poverty for multiple generations. Sure. So you got a single mom with four kids mm-hmm. who's struggling that needs to spend six to nine months with us mm-hmm. to turn her or his weaknesses into strengths yeah. and help them you know, create a, a lifestyle mm-hmm. that someone helped us create, mm-hmm. someone helped us, yep. you know, be on time and yeah. know what to do at an, at an interview yeah. and to manage a budget. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe we all still struggle yeah, with that. Yeah, I mean, being on time. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But a single mom who can't make ends meet, mm-hmm. their kids don't have a chance or have right. less of a sure. chance. Mm-hmm. And so we want to break that poverty cycle for mm-hmm. the entire family. Andrea does a great job with our Pathway of Hope mm-hmm. um, families. EUL and his team do a wonderful job Mm -hmm. um, connecting with our men at the men's shelter, Mm -hmm. trying to, again, um, restore hope, create relationships Mm -hmm. to get them to self-sufficiency. I'll mention what took place at the time of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we were doing our, I mean, it couldn't have been any, I'm going to say, more crazy, but it did get more crazy. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just the pandemic. Sure. We had a serious remodel going on in our men's shelter okay. where we had to now open up the men's shelter in our gym oh, okay. during uh-huh. the uh-huh. pandemic. <laughs> okay. okay. So we had, you know, shelter in place. Uh-huh. We all had something mm-hmm. that, that that, you know, was someone we knew or sure. it was us. Where does a homeless man go? Where do 35 homeless men go? Because... When you had to shelter in place, I believe your entire family then had to shelter right. in place because right. they had been around mm-hmm. you. 
Well, guess whose family was mm-hmm. around them? Mm-hmm. 35 men or mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Um, during the winter, it was even more because yeah. our coal cots open up. Yeah. You know, some of that short-term just keep mm-hmm. the guys alive has always taken place every winter, mm-hmm. but think about it during the pandemic. Yeah. And so when we spent more time with these guys, we actually developed more and better relationships yeah. with them. Nobody thought that that was no. going to come out of the pandemic, yeah. but we all can look at the pandemic and sure. say, gosh, that's kind of cool that that came out of yeah. that. That was one of them. That's awesome. That was one of them. And when we spent more time, that means they trusted us more. Mm-hmm. We were able to spend more time with trying to get case management in place yeah. to where now your, you know, your track, your mm-hmm. eventual mm-hmm. 24-hour program called Pathway Forward mm-hmm. is going to start with this step on your Pathway yeah. Forward. And when we spent more time with them during the pandemic, more got done. Yep. What a concept, yep. right? Instead yep. of people just coming what and going. What a blessing and, and what a blessing. Yeah. You know, so through crazy pandemic times, some of yeah. these things were born. That's awesome. And so when you, when you look at all of those programs together, it's meeting immediate needs, mm-hmm. but it's saying to them, uh, to us, how can we help you? Mm-hmm. How can we help your family? How can we help you get to where, you know, you can come and get past some of these challenges that landed mm-hmm. you here to need us now, mm-hmm. but that you're then going to be able to stand on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, this pathway forward is now graduating guys. Yeah. You know, um, again, our 2022 impact report had 288 men that came through the shelter yeah. last year and 116 were in the cold cots. Mm-hmm. We helped 45 find employment and 58 find their own mm-hmm. homes. And so that's huge. Yep. You know, it's not just a, a handout. Yeah. Like those, those uh, you know, community members asked me about when I first started working. Yeah. It, it really does yeah. um, go so much further than just that immediate need being met. Yeah. So 1,800 families served over the course of the year. How many people are employed at Salvation Army here in Decatur? 20. <laughs> I know. 20 Some people of them are part-time with you know, people in the shelter. Families. And, uh, you know, it's a duplicated number. You mm-hmm. might have a family that came to our pantry, and that same sure. family was in Pathway of Hope, and that sure. same family came through our youth program yeah. and so forth. Yeah. But it's still a lot of impact yeah. um, taking place. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, 20 of us uh, just kind of doing so. what we can do, right? <laughs> So where Good can percentage. people find the pe- where can people find this impact report? I we have it here, but where do people yeah, find it? So so I'm actually going to post this exact okay um, front and back okay because um, it's on our social for, media okay it's important media. for people to see numbers sure. of like what truly yeah. is the impact. So true okay. story, um, I actually emailed um, my contact list of the bell ringers uh-huh. this week uh-huh. and sent that out to them, mm-hmm. and I hope that they'll see it. Mm-hmm remember why they came out and rang bells, remember that that is the difference Mm -hmm. that'll make next Christmas, Mm -hmm. but share it with your team, right? Share it with somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, As you think about getting plugged in, um, Mm -hmm. you know, come and talk to us about this. Let us come in and and present this to your business Mm -hmm. or your church or Mm -hmm. your school team Mm -hmm. or whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, Help us to share these numbers. Mm-hmm. We've already started to share bits and pieces of this mm-hmm. on our social media. Mm-hmm. And I really hope people kind of pick up on our social media okay. too. Yeah. We've got Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah. 
and we, and we we have a lot of fun, mm-hmm. you know, sharing what's coming up, sure. sharing the difference that you know uh-huh. our our support together makes, and and sharing things that are, mm-hmm. you know, are are taking place in the community. Um, it's worthwhile mm-hmm. to follow, sure. Um, but we we would love to then get this in people's hands. Um, okay. February is also going to be my outreach to um, past businesses okay. that have been um, kettle mm-hmm. club members okay. and. Uh, you know, specifically mm-hmm. at the golf outing mm-hmm. as part of Christmas mm-hmm. sponsorships, those businesses mm-hmm. are going to get a copy of this emailed okay. to them too. Yeah. And anybody that's listening like, Hey, I want a copy of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll have it in yep. a number of ways where okay. we can get it to it. Um, on the front, it just kind of gives you a, a, a little picture, but then on the back, it goes into even more yeah. detail yes. and it starts to talk about, not just what we did for 2022, but the history of the mm-hmm. men's shelter is yep. pretty fascinating. Yep. Like literally hundreds and hundreds of men yeah. that have been helped since yep. I think 2008 yeah. when, when awesome. we got into that new building. It's so, awesome. Yeah. Um, how, okay, so golf outing is the last Friday of, no, the second Friday of August? It What's is. So it's date? August 11th this year. August 11th. Yeah, August 11th. Okay. Uh, Red Tail Run has yeah. been super, okay. super to work with, and okay. I love, you know, local, 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 and yeah. that's supporting local yep. for us yep. as people support local yeah. with, with us. When can people expect to be able to sign up for that? Well, we could get them information right now. Right now. Yeah. How do people, real quick, how do people contact you? Yeah, so my my email or okay. uh, phone number okay. um, or our, through our social media, okay. I'm at the other end of those. So Kyle.Karsten at USC.SalvationArmy.org. It's the okay. longest email you've yep. ever heard. Yep. That's so okay. um, we can get that out to them. Maybe we can. But just stop that. stop by. Okay. You know, or or you know, come up to me at, at Rotary or send a mm-hmm. message, you know, 428-4672 and just say, Hey, I'm a little intrigued mm-hmm. about getting mm-hmm. involved or yep. having someone come and speak to us. I love when our officers can do that. Yeah. And they love doing that. Yep. Um, this past week, we went over to Making Resources. Uh-huh. Making Resources was one of our bell ringing groups this year. We, em- we employed yeah. friends of MRI. Yeah. And you want to talk about fun. <laughs> and then Lieutenant Canessa and I got to go over there. Um, that's just one group. Yeah. And it, and it, it was a paid employee mm-hmm. uh, relationship. But they're looking for ways to be employed, and mm-hmm. we needed bell ringers. Yeah. If we don't have a volunteer, yeah. does the community know that we actually pay people to ring? You know, maybe there's somebody listening that wants a two-month seasonal job yeah. next year. Yep. And, you know, we need as many volunteers as we need sure. paid ringers. So, yeah. again, when we can come out and and bring our, our officers, be out in the community, mm-hmm. just share and talk yeah. uh, about what we do and and really about how the group can maybe mm-hmm. get plugged in yeah. with helping us. Yeah. So um, what volunteer opportunities, what are some of the yeah. bigger ones outside of bell ringing that sure. you have throughout the year that really are needs that, that you could yeah. benefit from? We, we talk a lot about providing food. Mm-hmm. And so one of the biggest things that we talk about all year long is the availability at our food pantry. Okay. So Tuesday and Wednesday evenings. Mm-hmm. After okay. work is over, okay. we intentionally went to those hours so that people that are working sure. who need to go to a pantry yep. can stop by our pantry. Okay. We have we have tons of pantries that are open during the day, mm-hmm. but they're not okay. after work hours. Very but good. I think that's true of volunteers. Mm-hmm. 
Now, maybe it's the last thing you want to go do mm-hmm. after you get off of work, mm-hmm. but our pantry used to be open in the morning mm-hmm. and everybody's working. Yeah, so sure. So it kind of cuts into your volunteers sure. too. So, so I think there's going to be a win-win situation mm-hmm. for people who want to come or on Saturday morning. Okay. So we're up on Saturday cool. morning. So our business hours for volunteers and our business hours mm-hmm. for those that need to come to our pantry are out the window. Mm-hmm. Because it's after hours now, yep. two evenings yep. and one Saturday morning. So volunteer to come and just help us stock our shelves. Okay. Um, it's like, you know, we need and want those grocery stores mm-hmm. to stock those shelves as yep. we walk through. Well, we are doing that at our pantries so that sure. our clients can come through okay. and pick what they want. Feeding people theme continues, though, because we provide, so we make and serve a meal mm-hmm. every evening and okay. every morning okay. to the guys at the shelter. Okay. Bring three or four people. Now, sure. I don't need 25 people in mm-hmm. the kitchen mm-hmm. making breakfast for the shelter guys, mm-hmm. but three or four, mm-hmm. you know, take Decatur Earth Mover Credit Union and bring us teams of three every, sure. you know, every Tuesday. We're mm-hmm. coming to help serve dinner. We feed youth okay. three times a week okay. at our youth programs. So come and help prepare and serve okay. the meals that we're actually now providing for families, uh, their kids, uh, probably 50 to 60 kids a month okay. that are getting a meal that mm-hmm. way. Um, we also have a Sunday morning breakfast okay. open to the community. Again, it's just kind of the, hopefully it's the families that just need that extra meal sure. or that mm-hmm. warm place mm-hmm. uh, of fellowship. Mm-hmm. So co- again, come and help us mm-hmm. prepare and serve a meal. So okay. Food-related all year long is probably the biggest volunteer um, opportunity. Okay. But don't forget about Christmas. Yeah. Um, It's seasonal, but it's super, super important to come out and ring bells. When do you start putting out, when do you start getting volunteers for Bellary? Yeah, so September and October, we'll start really talking about it. Okay. Because our stores will give us the official, hey, you know, we have a a national contract in place, and Mm -hmm. we start kind of the scheduling. But I'm telling you, there, and you're one of mm-hmm. them. You you come out of the gate early mm-hmm. and say, "Look, I want mm-hmm. these dates because yes. I want these locations, yes. right?" Yes. So come yes. September, October, mm-hmm. people could contact me, and we could yeah. start. You know, before I even build yeah. the, the register to ring dot com mm-hmm. is where people sign up. But before that even goes live, we can come back and say, "Look, Decatur Earth Mover Credit Union's yep. already got." Yep. You know, Tuesday and Saturday, these two dates yep. in December, and we can get some of those locked in. Mm-hmm. Why do we do that? Well, it's helpful for you guys, too. Sure. Because if you're going to get those hours mm-hmm. manned and assigned, mm-hmm. you know, your people mm-hmm. available, you're going to want to know that date early. Mm-hmm. I'm going to want to know that date early. There may be only certain days and locations that work for you. Sure. But I would love to talk to churches more this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had four or five churches that never rang for us yeah. until this year yeah. who came and rang three and four different times. Yeah, that's they awesome. brought groups out. So businesses, schools. Individuals can contact you, individuals. right? Individuals. Yeah, I mean, individuals. individual families Absolutely. can just say, I want my kids yeah. to ring bells. They're not going to have an opportunity yeah. here. And how many kids need service hours? A bunch of them. You know, like I mean, that's, that's a perfect <laughs> time, right? Yeah. It's a perfect time to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, though, you know, if you get 
if you get on our, our register to ring.com, you're going to see five hour shifts. Mm-hmm. Okay. The idea there is instead of me finding five people to each do an sure. hour, would just young house find five people mm-hmm. to take that as mm-hmm. a group and then yeah. just rotate people through. Yeah. I'm not asking for one person to stand there for five mm-hmm. hours. Mm-hmm. That's a long time, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Some people do it, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's necessarily what we sure. want to do. Do you want to come out for just two hours? Mm-hmm. We can build that in, mm-hmm. but we really want to be intentional about kind of when and how we do that. Sure. Because we're constantly changing kettles all day. Yeah. Ten different spots. Yep. And so if a if a, if a family could partner with another family yeah. and each sure. take two hours, mm-hmm. two and a half hours, yep. now you got it set. Yep. So that's what we're asking people to consider. Okay. Volunteer bell ringing is Number one, so important. Mm-hmm. And I think if anybody would do anything at Christmas, that's probably the greatest need. Yeah. Because it's the most important. Okay. Um, how would you encourage young people to yeah. step out and get involved? I mean, what are, when sure. you have volunteer, who, what's the age demographic of people that are ringing bells? Well, you know, we, we ring bells while you're working. Yeah. So yeah. Who, who rings yeah. during your work? It's yeah. businesses that are going to let young mm-hmm. professionals mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. and be. I mm-hmm. would tell businesses, if you want to encourage young people and support your community mm-hmm. and support nonprofits like Salvation mm-hmm. Army, carve it out during the day. Sure. Give them, the, yep. give them two hours of release time on the clock. Yep. And let them go ring bells. That's a win, 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 yep. win situation. Absolutely. So young people maybe need to go to their bosses and mm-hmm. say, hey, what if we would do this too? Because mm-hmm. I think there's initiative in young listeners yeah. right now mm-hmm. that would say, you know what? I think we could plug in there. Mm-hmm. What if I took some conversation to sure. my boss or leadership mm-hmm. um, and, and do that? I think young people are looking for what can I do? Mm-hmm. You know, well, how, how can I make a difference? We've mentioned a hundred things today, mm-hmm. but come and talk more. You want to go deep? Mm-hmm. Let me talk to you about mm-hmm. what we do and why we do it yeah. and how you could plug in. Because that young listener today mm-hmm. also has a youth group at church sure. or a, a, a circle of friends mm-hmm. at the fraternity mm-hmm. or you know, a, a, a place at your business mm-hmm. or a place at your, you know, your college team. Mm-hmm. Who are you connected with that sure. you could be the champion, mm-hmm. that you could be the student leader, the young adult mm-hmm. leader, and and get something in place that could make a difference now and could be around, you know, as a sure. as an ongoing year-to-year thing. Yeah. Um, that you started and mm-hmm. why you would want to start. It's, mm-hmm. I think, the most important thing to consider first. Yeah. I think there's young adults that want to get even more involved and be on a board. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're constantly talking to people about being mm-hmm. on our advisory board. Mm-hmm. It's not a governing board. Mm-hmm. It's a community advisory board. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean? Take me up on a cup of coffee sometime, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you about it. So I think young listeners could plug themselves in right away, mm-hmm. but I think they could be plugging in people around them sure. in a huge, big yeah. way. Um, I think that I think back to, you know, some of the national honor society presidents of these mm-hmm. schools and like young leaders in action sure. was another yeah. group. I know mm-hmm. that's not a school, but made up of, of school age yes. kids. They take the initiative. Yep. They take the initiative. Um, 
you know, my son Grant was was National Honor Society president mm-hmm. at LSA back in the day. I don't say that because he's my son. I'm mm-hmm. saying that was a National Honor Society president mm-hmm. who went back to his National Honor Society and said, what do you think? Yeah. What if we would do this? Mm-hmm. There's National Honor Society presidents listening right now. Yep. There's there's uh, teacher advisors. Yeah, there's sure. coaches sure. listening here. We're not mm-hmm. just talking to the young adults. We're yeah. talking into a connection that you have to impacting the community mm-hmm. through the Salvation Army and an impact that you have to go back to your group mm-hmm. and invite them mm-hmm. to consider being a part of it. We yeah. could hit this thing out of the park mm-hmm. um, together, mm-hmm. and we'd love to have that conversation with yeah. people. I think that's what makes it so great here is people are willing to jump in, um, and there are so many opportunities to get involved. And so I think it's really part of our responsibility to share how to do that Agreed. and tell people how to get involved and yep. give them the avenues. So yeah. I appreciate you being here to thank share you. all of that information yeah, about the Salvation you. Army. Do you have anything else you want to plug in? No, I, I would just really want to thank you guys. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you're picking individuals and organizations and topics that are community impacting, yeah. you know, and positive for the community. Sure. And for you guys to include Salvation Army, we, we really appreciate it. Yeah, anytime so we much. know how much you do, we know what your impact is. And so um, we're always feel so fortunate to to help back that and be supportive. So you, know, you guys certainly have been, you know, the invitation here, but, you know, you guys as sponsors mm-hmm. and your Christmas support, mm-hmm. um, just a huge thank you to Decatur yep. Louisville Credit Union again. Anytime. Thank you. All right. Thanks for being here, Kyle. Thanks, Jess. Good job, guys. That's a wrap. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening. And be sure to follow us for more content on our social media channels at Decatur Earthmover Credit Union. 